We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for December 7, 2020. Next report is, I'm just going to entitle this, Dr. Lorraine Day says vaccines are the main way they have been killing us off for decades. Okay, this medical doctor. And that and that the the COVID test vaccinates you. Okay. Now I've reported on that. Uh, quite a bit on on I'm getting more and more cautious and skeptical of the true agenda of these tests. I've been talking about this for probably a few months at this point. Uh, now, I'm also going to give you a warning on her beliefs because you know the thing is is I, I quote somebody and then I'll hear from my list some of my listeners and and rightly so, I'm not mad. It's just that, they're like, well, yeah, but did you know she was this or they were this and, and this type of stuff? So much like I would glean from Alex Jones, who I've got like a 50 plus page document on that guy or, or maybe CNN or an MSNBC report. And those are obviously corrupt, evil things. And I'm not saying she is that, but there are some red flags there that I want to cover just real quick um, because I'm responsible for when I put things out for you know, warning my listeners if there's any red flags. Well, this is from a listener, longtime listener, Julie, and she said, um, I just forwarded this link to you, and I'm going to be playing it, some of it, and realized that Dr. Lauren Day could be a Seventh-day Adventist. Her information on the coronavirus is spot on, though. Sorry, I have checked her beliefs. I should have checked her beliefs before putting this out. Well, again, if I had to put out news reports that were from sources regarding that I believe to be were very biblically solid, I would almost have no ministry whatsoever. I mean, because that doesn't really exist in today's day and age. I hate to say that, but it really there's very little out there where I don't have <laughs> personally, and I, and I would say hopefully I can back it up biblically, huge problems with, I mean, a lot of ministries. And a lot of that I just covered in the last study. Why, you know, things are just so leavened. Leaven is always a type of sin um, with uh, so many ministries out there. <clears throat> and then she says, as they say, chew the meat and spit out the bones. My reply, yes, she has a weird belief system. Uh, quoting from the link be below, in her own words, we read, this is a, directly from her own words in her own writings, and I give you the link where she says it, Okay. And it says, I believe in universal restoration. Now, this is Dr. Lorraine Day saying this. The belief that God, not Satan, is in control of the world. Well, okay, I, I get you. I, I get what you're saying. Um, but then she says, and that God is great enough to win his children back and eventually to save everyone from their sins. What? Everyone? Well, hold on. I'm not saying God's not big enough, but he's not going to force us to do things. He's not going to force you to get saved. And the Bible says that narrow is the way which leads to life eternal and few there be that find it. So I don't see any Bible for God saving everyone from their sins on the planet. I wish it were that way, but it's not. Um, after they have reaped what they've sown. So I don't know if she believes maybe they reap what they sow in this life or maybe they go to hell for a brief time, like purgatory thing, and then they get out and then they're saying, I don't know, I don't know, but it's it's kind of weird. Um, and from a report about her from 1991, 
She was born in Illinois. She was raised in Southern California. Her father was a Seventh-day Adventist minister with a firm hand. Now, this is just a, like a biography on her. Just a little, little paragraph here. At age of nine, she remembers she dusted the house, awaited his inspection, and he would come home and he'd say, that's not good enough. She dusted again and again and again. And by the fifth time, I was in tears. This is Dr. Lorraine Day now saying this. He told me, you do it right the first time and you don't shirk. And you don't shirk. Whatever. Well, my dad brought me up to, to you do a job, you do it right the first time. So I am in agreement with that. Now, that sounds a little crazy, what was going on there. Um, but... I was brought up in kind of a similar way, maybe not quite that extreme. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, doing a job, you do it right the first time, then you've got to do it over again, <laughs> you know. Um, Day, Dr. Day approves of her father's strong hand, but in one regard diverged from his ministerial ways because for decades she's been agnostic, meaning, you know, believe in God type of thing. Or, yeah, you could get into a whole study on agnosticism, okay. Um, but now she does, I guess, believe in God, but then she believes in this universal restoration, which is what I quoted you above about everybody getting saved after they've reaped what they sow. Anyway, it's not biblical. So I just wanted to give you that tiny little warning ahead of time, because I'm not saying that I agree with every th single thing she says, but I do believe she's nailing it and knock it out of the park regarding a lot of things that are being said here. So I'm going to go ahead and play this, some of this link here. Um, it's a good 17-minute clip here. And, um, all right. Good evening, everybody. This is Yana Benun from Israeli News Live, and I welcome in our studio Dr. Lorraine Day. Welcome, Dr. Day. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was four months since I talked to you, but um, can you please remind us a little bit about your credentials for people who will watch us first time? Most of our people know you very well, but we always get new people. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I am a, uh, a physician, a surgeon. I'm an orthopedic trauma surgeon. I was on the faculty of the University of California, San Francisco Medical School uh, for 15 years. I was also chief of orthopedic surgery at San Francisco General Hospital. And I was there in San Francisco during the whole AIDS epidemic. At that time, I dealt with the Centers for Disease Control, the NIH, the uh, OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health uh, uh, Organization. And I learned at that time that they're all liars. Hmm. They were lying then. Fauci was around then. He was lying then. They're all liars now. So they have no interest in the safety or health of Americans. They are part of the enemy. So the, the government of the United States is just a corrupt criminal enterprise. It does not have your best interest at heart. In fact, it wants you dead. It wants us all dead. This is all about greening of the earth and population extermination. So I am a surgeon and my eyes became opened during the AIDS epidemic 30 years ago. It started in 81 and it went to about 92. It's still around, but now they've got medicines that keep them alive longer. But the whole point is that I was very naive politically 
until the AIDS epidemic. And it opened my eyes. At times, I was an advisor to the Centers for Disease Control, and I found out how much they lie. And at that time, their agenda was to promote homosexuality. There was no contact tracing with AIDS. There was no, um, there was no, almost no testing with AIDS. First of all, you didn't have to test them. You knew what they had because they had symptoms and we had a whole ward full of people who were dying. And so this was a real epidemic. The doctors and nurses working at San Francisco General Hospital during the AIDS epidemic were not dancing in conga lines like they are now because their hospitals are empty. We were really busy. But the Centers for Disease Control had no interest in our health or safety uh, during, and we were taking enormous risks operating on these AIDS patients. So I realized at that time that the government is not here to help us. The government doesn't even like us. And in fact, what this whole COVID-19 fake epidemic is about is a cover to bring communism to America and to begin population extermination of the Gentiles specifically, and specifically Christians. Right. Well, Dr. Day, they are now talking about mandatory vaccine warp, warp speed operation, which happened, of course, under which all of this is happening under Trump's presidency. Let's not forget that because so many people think that if Trump was president, everything would be better. It wouldn't be better because both parties are basically wings on the same bird yes. that leads us to the same destination, right? That's right. That's right. It doesn't matter who's president. Right. It doesn't matter if demented uh, Biden is president because neither Biden or Trump call the shots. The Rothschilds call the shots. So it doesn't matter who is president. Not only that, this is all predicted in the Bible. In Daniel and Revelation, it was written down and predicted over 2,000 years ago. This is going to happen. We're not going to be taking America back. The Bible says we're not. And the reason this is all happening is because America and the world have left God. Even the churches, the churches are nothing more than social clubs. People are not studying the Bible. People are not turning to God. Oh, they say, you know, well, I'm a Christian and I'm a born again. Yeah, but she believes that this universal restoration thing that everybody's going to get saved after they reap what they sow. What is that? Where's the Bible for that? And see, that's why the Bible says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof the ways of death. So many people that get disenchanted with any particular, in this particular case, it was seventh day Adventism. Then she went to agnostic belief system. And now she has this, whatever again, she's devising her own little belief system. And you have to ask yourself, well, you're the only one on the planet. Are you one of the few on the planet that's ever been shown? I mean, I never, I've never even heard that, what she believes. But see, this is why we got to be so careful who we're following, you know, because everything she said sounds pretty good. And that's the case with a lot of preachers. They could say 99% truth and then they got that 1% soul damning air in there that comes in and leavens the whole lump. So, again, I don't want to really say a whole lot more about it, but, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not in agreement with what she's saying here, but that's why I left that little warning at the very beginning, though. Christian and Lottie Don, that's not what being a Christian is. 
Being a Christian is being strong to stand for the Lord, to stand for right, no matter what happens. All these people in these Christian churches are going to be falling like dominoes to the opposite side. Yeah, there they are. will grovel. And their ministers, many of the ministers, something like 20,000 ministers in America have already signed on with the government to tell people to take vaccinations, to obey their government, to do whatever they're told. And they're getting paid for it. But I think that's the FEMA clergy response team. And, and, you know, I don't know where she's getting that figure, but yeah, it could be that or more. So signed a non-disclosure agreement so they don't tell anybody they're being paid to do this. So the churches have all been taken over by the Jewish Illuminati combined with the high-level Gentile 33rd degree Freemasons and above. And this is the cabal that's running the world right now. COVID is nothing. And wearing masks is just their silly game to say you have no free speech. You are a slave. We can control you. We already have a one world communist government. We already have it because they could not close down the whole world in a week if we didn't already have it. It just hasn't come out of the closet to tell us you are slaves and we control you. Right. Well, the uh, mass vaccinations that they want to do, and they're doing, as you know, logistics is being done by uh, military. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tennessee, Texas, Rhode Island, they're just uh, three of the four states. I forgot the fourth state where they say that they're bringing it first and they're doing this so-called pilot program, which there is no such thing. They're going to do it everywhere. But um, did you hear about what's in this vaccine and why is this vaccine different than any previous vaccine? Well, yes. first of all, no vaccines have ever worked. Vaccines right. have never worked. Vaccines are the way they have been killing us for the last hundred years. They have piled more and more vaccines for children before they go to school. And and something like I I heard uh, one of the doctors who is very much into vaccines say that over 50% of American children are vaccine damaged already. And so, and, and giving a child a baby in the first 24 hours of birth A vaccination for hepatitis B is nothing short of murder. That's all it is. A baby doesn't have any immune system to handle being poisoned by the vaccination. So this is the the genocide. This is genocide of Gentiles and Christians in this world. That's what it's all about. This new vaccine is an mRNA vaccine, but they they, they made it long ago. They made it long ago. It's a, oh, this one's going to be ready, and this one's going to be ready. No, they made it before they started this. Uh, first of all, I've got documents that the COVID-19 was patented in 2003. 2003, 17 years ago. And it was, they, they have patented everything about COVID-19. They have patented the vaccine, I mean, the, the virus. Now, you can't patent a virus if it's natural. Mm-hmm. You can't patent anything that's not, you can't patent a dandelion. You can't patent a regular rose. You can't patent anything that's natural. But they patented it because of their power. Now, the other thing is if you modify a virus... You can't patent it either because that's against the Geneva Convention because you've made a bioweapon. 
So it is illegal to patent a virus, whether it's natural or changed. But they did it. But they did it. Not only did they patent the virus, they patented all testing of the virus and all the kits to test the virus. And the reason they did that is because there is no COVID-19 virus and they have patented everything so you can't investigate whether it even exists. Right, okay. you told me that you have uh, documents yes. uh, to prove that there was SARS-CoV-2 was never isolated. That's right. And the CDC admits that COVID-19 has never been isolated. So if they can't isolate it, they don't have it. And you see, if they had a real disease, then they would have to go. Okay, so now I've covered that before. And what I did is right after her, um, I'm going to place to into the 30, uh, 17 minute mark, but I'll just cover this real quick now. So, cause if this is the first time you're hearing this saying, what do you mean COVID-19 doesn't exist now? <clears throat> I'm not saying 100% sure that the COVID-19 virus doesn't exist, but what they're, what I'm saying here is that they're not checking for it, even if it does exist. And that's why I like to kind of make that proviso. Okay. Regarding this whole thing this article and this is from you know one of those uh scientific.com cdc admits to the fda that there's no such thing as covid-19 cdc document confirms principal scientific international claims that there has never been any successful laboratory test to isolate and confirm the existence of sars cov2 virus alleged to have caused the covid19 pandemic in effect the science tells us there's no virus next report fda covid19 virus has never been isolated um for months we've all been told the new novel coronavirus has been killing tens of thousands of people and we need to wear masks close businesses stay home and such the the uh people tell us to do these things are governors officials and the uh, cdc state level public health officials and the like all of it has been a complete fraud yes that's right a fraud all of these so-called professionals and medical experts <clears throat> excuse me have never not once actually isolated the virus from which they say covid 19 comes comes from according to the u.s food and drug administration no quantified virus isolates of the 2019 ncov uh covid uh COVID virus are currently available which is what she just cited okay so here's the proof of it that's right, no quantified virus isolates, none. Give you all the links. Another one. <clears throat> oh no, hold on. That's that's I think we covered enough. Uh yeah, those two, those two. So let's go back to this and let her talk some more. By the figures of that real disease. If they had a real disease that had symptoms, you would be able to designate how many people actually had it by their symptoms. And so they don't want to be bound by that because then they can't make up the figures as they go along. So they have a quote, fake disease that has no symptoms, right. that when you transmit it to somebody else, they don't get any symptoms either. So then they can make up the figures as they go along. They can lock you down. They can take you out of your home. They can put you in a concentration camp. They can do whatever they want. And they're telling you they're helping you. Mm -hmm. They're telling you they are watching out for your safety. No, this is all satanic. This is all a program to bring in communism to America and to get rid of the dissenters like us, the people who are exposing them.
You see, this is what they want to do. So there is no COVID-19 virus there. It doesn't exist because nobody can investigate it and they don't have any isolates of it. So they can't even prove that it exists. And again, it has no symptoms. People are not dying of COVID. If you sit in front of your TV and you watch the propaganda and you're being programmed by it, then you will think that they're dying, but they are not dying of COVID. Nobody's dying of COVID. Even if COVID-19 existed, it causes nothing more than the common cold, which the other coronaviruses cause. Okay, so the whole point is this is a cover to bring in barbaric, atrocious communism to America and the world. This is the beginning of the end. This is all talked about in Revelation, starting in Revelation 6 and going on to through Revelation 12 and 13 and 18. This is the beginning of the end. The Bible talks about pandemics, real or fake. It talks about famines, which they're going to cause because of the coronavirus. They're going to say, well, there aren't enough people with the, to, you know, to provide the food. And if you don't get vaccinated, you're not going to be able to get food. And so, again, the whole point is there is only one thing to do about this, and it's not to take up arms and fight. It is to get to know Jesus Christ better than you know any human being on earth. That's the point of all of all of this because everybody has left God. And so what you're seeing is God is stepping back and he's saying, if you don't want me, that's fine. He's a gentleman. He steps back and he says, then I will let Satan run your world. And you will see how it is when he runs your world. And I can tell you it will be hell on earth. Right. Uh do you believe that this mRNA vaccine is going to genetically modify? Yes, human- it will. The mRNA will actually take a piece of your DNA out. It will replace it with a synthetic one and, and a synthetic piece. And they can do it anywhere they want in your whole DNA mechanism. So, you know, who knows what they're going to modify about you. But that also makes you patentable. That's right. They can own you. And uh, let me tell you, they've already started the vaccinations. They've already started them. They started them a long time ago because the test vaccinates you. So I have the article right here in front of me, and here's what it says. Yes, they can vaccinate us through the nasal test swabs and target the brain. Now, here's, here's the thing. As a doctor, I, I said, this is crazy because, you see, you, you're wearing a mask to cover your... Now, they would hate it. They would not allow you into a store if you just wore a mask over your nose. you got to wear it over your mouth because <clears throat> supposedly the COVID-19 is in your saliva. Well, if it's in your saliva, then all they have to do is swab the exactly. inside of your mouth like they do for a DNA test. Exactly. But no, they take these long Q-tips and they stick mm-hmm. them all the way back, almost into your brain. They stick them back to the back of the nasal sinuses and then they twist them. Mm-hmm. All right, here's what they're doing. First of all, there I, is- I saw a video of a lady getting that the other day. She was in her car, looked to be in another country, and this guy reached in. I almost look like a police officer guy doing it. And he 
jammed that thing into her head and she started screaming from the moment he put it in and he had it way back there and was just just cranking on it with his just spinning that thing right on the cribiform plate and he wouldn't stop it was it's almost like i really believe a lot of the people that may be doing these tests some of them at least like it they 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 like putting other people in agony they they like the um and the, the demons that live inside them like feeding off when these people go crazy because they inherently know this is something very very bad that's happening to me okay they know and i don't blame them i don't blame them a bit it's it's something inherent and only god knows what they're actually putting in now granted i'm not saying every test is contaminated but i'm gonna always err on the side of safety and assume they all are contaminated she's and she's i don't know if she's already said it but um gonna tell you that the that that the the test is the vac is a vaccine it's not the vaccine but it's part of the um the vaccine with this whole COVID-19 agenda. Now, I don't think it's anywhere near the ramifications of getting the coming real COVID vaccines, the intramuscular ones, okay, that we've talked so much about. But only God knows what they're putting in people. You know, nanotech, nephilim DNA, triple helix DNA, um, uh, nanoparticles, these those gripper things that we talked about before that, that I talked about in another study uh, also plant implanting you with some type of virus if it's COVID-19 virus if it's the real one because a lot of the people that are getting the test are all of a sudden coming down and getting sick it's also the means whereby which they're giving you all these false positives from these bogus PCR tests that are, were never intended for this and they're amplifying them way way too many times to give all these false positives and a lot of the test kits are already contaminated so you're, you're going to get a positive result just from that so if you weren't contaminated with let's say COVID 19 that it does exist let's just assume that well you may be certainly contaminated thereafter i um taylor talked to a guy the other day where she works at this guy has has went through i mean black ops was just i mean he was telling her about his his experience in the armed services about how the the stack of paperwork that he had to sign in in order to um you know do what he was doing and uh worked at a very very high level military base and the stack of papers you had to, you basically have to sign your whole life over and then, the, and then right after he signed all these papers it was like 30 some vaccines one in each arm just boom 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 just tag teaming in each arm and that was just the beginning. I've heard that over and over from listeners that that are in that were in the armed service, and, and a lot of them say, "My my life's ruined. I'm, I know my life's over. I know I'm going to die young. I'm I've got all these insane symptoms and these strange maladies and things, and my neurological system's breaking down. And I just wanted to confirm to you, you were right on track. about I've got, you know, I've got to document it. I have a file on, you know, last thing I'd do is join the military, guys." last thing i would even think about telling anybody to do because you are on team satan and they own you lock stock and barrel i'm not saying everybody in the military is team satan i'm telling you though the people at the top the same ones that are doing all this garbage to us now they're bringing in all the stuff with the COVID 19 they're going to try to force vaccines they're the same ones at the top of our military 
I'm not saying everyone in the military is bad, but the people in the upper echelon, dark military, the higher ups, where these orders are coming down from are Luciferian Satanists. 100%, no, no debate, no nothing about that. Okay, so you can't expect if the head is sick, the body's not going to be sick as well. And it, it's going to be. And it's going to permeate into the body. It's going to affect it. So, I mean, I wouldn't touch, you know, I, I tell people that's my opinion. You know, here's here's my proof and why I back it up. And, and I just kind of put it in there. But she said that this guy who um, had worked at a local furniture factory before she came to, before he came to this job where he's a fleet driver, um, he said that at a local furniture factory, when this started happening, and I think she said it was March or April, they wanted them to get a COVID test. Now he didn't, back then, remember, they weren't really testing like they are now. It wasn't as big of a deal. We didn't have near the amount of information. And although he's very savvy, he really didn't know. So he went in to get it. And he said that um, when he went into this place, this local, wherever he went to get it, doctor place, that when they went to do the test, they brought out this cotton swab and it had goop all over it. And he had, and he's like, you're not putting that in my head. And they're like, well, why not? He says, like, you're not implanting me with somebody. It's obviously contaminated with whatever's on the swab. I mean, think about it. The swab should have nothing on it if they're actually trying to get a real test. A real, it should be like a sterile cotton swab that's just going to pick up virus particles, your DNA, whatever. Okay. And number two, they don't need to put it six inches into your head and mess with your cribriform plate. They could get the same thing off a cheek swab. I mean, if the masks are if we're if if we're able to spread it through our breath and through coughing or sneezing, and that comes out of our mouth, they could get it off a cheek swab. It's not about that. It's about whatever their nefarious agenda they are getting to that cribriform plate and defiling you and getting that false positive on you. So he was like, he was like, I'm not, I'm not taking that. I'm, you're not putting that in my head. And he walked out and he basically, I don't know if he got fired or, or quit the job. Because it was that much of a deal breaker for him. He had been through enough stuff in the military to know I'm not doing this. I had another listener, long, long time listener. And um, she she got it and she got two tests. The first one was the cotton swab, you know, six inches of the head. I, I guess she handled it okay. But then the second one, she said the cotton swab was bigger and there was something on it. And she had a severe reaction off that one. And she said she prayed about it and she felt like everything was okay. But it's like, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't trust these tests. And that just goes to show you it depends what test you're getting. And, and who knows how many different derivations and variations of these tests there are. But I don't trust any of them. Very thin plate of bone that covers the brain between the brain and the nasal... Okay, that's the cribriform plate she's describing. Yes, and it's called the cribriform plate. And every doctor knows about the cribriform plate. All right. Now, the cribriform plate has some openings in it where olfactory nerves, nerves from the nose, mm -hmm. go through that plate into yep. the brain. And bone, uh, that this kind of bone in the cribriform plate is porous anyway. So substances can go through it. So when they take that swab and they put it back there and twist it, what they're doing is depositing things back there. 
this, you can't see this, but this shows that they have nanoparticles yep. that are actually on the ends of the Q-tips that they're putting in there that can get into your brain. Exactly. They can be hooked up to the cloud. Yep. So they, they are... And when they, and when they inject it into you, the nanoparticles are going to be in the vaccine. They're going to be able to get a lot more into you depending on how many they're putting in the vaccine. And that's just one component. That's not talking about it being culture of aborted babies. That's not talking about the messenger RNA vaccines that are going to rewrite your DNA. This is a whole other different animal. This is the cyborgian part where they're going to be, could, where they're going to be putting nanotech in you that will be getting um, you know, updates from the cloud and from your 5G phones and wherever you get around 5G. And that's why they're so furiously in trying to install 5G because they're anticipating this day when we're all going to be walking around with, you know, robotoids, transhumanist cyborgian robotoids with, with foreign DNA in us having our DNA overwritten. That's what they're banking on. And that's why I'm screaming so much about this now before, and we're right on the cusp of the vaccines coming out. And um, I'm trying to reach as many people before that point because I don't know if you're going to be reachable after you get a vaccine. I don't know. I'm not saying God can't undo it, but it's sure not something I would mess with. Already vaccinating you with the test. Exactly. With the test. This is the beginning. So this is, uh, the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. I've talked a lot about how they could be vaccinating you with the test. Now, it's, I think, a very, very mild vaccination in comparison to what's coming, but it's part of the vaccination process. And it may be like the whole binary tertiary thing that I've talked about where, okay, you get the test a couple times and then you get the vaccine and then you get the second vaccine and then it really, really kicks in because it's all these different nanoparticles and nanorobots combining together. And maybe they need this batch of nanoparticles in order to really, really get it going. And they don't want it to happen right off the bat because they don't want people walking out of the testing or walking out of maybe the first vaccine and them either dropping dead and or totally changing uh, physiologically. I think I am legend, okay, where they turned into zombies from the vaccines that cured everybody from cancer. So I think they would want it to be more subtle than that. Satan's the most subtle beast of the field. He's not going to want to just smash you over the head with a sledgehammer because if people are coming out and exhibiting either death and or horrific things right off the bat, which are probably going to happen from the vaccines anyway, that's not going to be exactly the greatest poster child for everybody running to get more vaccines. So I'm just thinking how Satan would want to work this. So um, just my two cents there. So when you go to get tested, you are actually being vaccinated and implanted with nanoparticles. This is so sick. Only psychos could, could come up with something like this, doctor. Right. You know? Well, but the thing is, this is Satan. People don't, a lot of people don't believe that Satan exists. He does, and he is directing these people to do this. Uh, when, when all of this is said and done, people will recognize that Satan really does exist. Yes, and you know, th this is the deal that they wanted people to comply or to agree to this, right? Yes. So they come up with the virus, invisible virus. Right. And it's all based on a germ theory from 19th century Louis Pasteur, who was a friend of Rothschild's. He was in their circles. Yes. And his best friend was Rabbi Rabinovich. Yes. Rabbi well, Rabinovich. yeah. 
and, and they were hanging out together. And he actually said that he got the idea of germ theory from the Talmud. Can you uh, believe this? Oh my well, word. I can because it's wrong. The germ theory is wrong. Right. And, and, and so um, uh, Pasteur promoted it, but Beauchamp, who was his antagonist, said, see, uh, Pasteur said, the germ is everything and the milieu, the immune system is nothing. Yeah, which is so asinine. That's just the most acid. But see, that's how the modern medical society works. The germ is everything. The immune system's nothing. Meaning your own immune system is stupid, dumb, and not capable of protecting or fighting out of a paper sack. Okay. Whereas the germ is everything. And that's what we have to actually go against. My, the way that God made us though, is the immune system is actually everything. And the germ is, I'm not going to say it's nothing, but if our immune system is strong enough, like it, like the God given way he made us, well then guess what? Those germs aren't going to be able to affect us and our body. They're just going to, you know, our body's going to through white blood cells and through all the immune system processes deal with them and deal with viruses and things of this nature. And this is why I'm so big on supporting the immune system with like um, a good, you know, like vitamin C and I don't mean ascorbic acid, but a, a good vitamin C and uh, vitamin D3 and zinc and all of these things that I recommended with the COVID-19 supplement protocol that I had. And I haven't put that out much lately. I've got it. I can email it to anybody. It was in it was in a lot of my earlier studies on this when I thought that COVID nineteen was much more than it actually turned out to be. Okay, um, and again, I've, I've told you all the ways they're lying and cooking the books and faking the figures and stuff like that. It doesn't change the fact that that protocol is the best thing I know of to boost your own immune system. So things like the common cold and or influenza and or pneumonia and or if COVID-19 exists to battle those types of things so that you don't ever get sick. Or if you do, it's very, very mild. That's the way you keep your body strong. You cannot drug your body into good health, okay? Even antibiotics, what they do is they go in and they kill good, bad, and everything in between. And they kill all your, your healthy flora. And then when you're done, your immune system is in a devastated position. You have no flora left and you're susceptible to getting re-sick. And that's why they brought in antibiotics into the modern day use and got rid of um, mild silver protein, which was commonly used back then. Because antibiotics they saw as a cash cow. It was going to generate reoccurring revenue. It was going to generate reoccurring yeast and fungal infections in those that took them, especially the women. Not to say it doesn't happen to the men too, but it's reoccurring revenue. That's what the medical pharma cartels are all built on. Drugs, drugs, suppress the symptoms, let the underlying condition get worse, don't fix anything because this is our cash cow, this is how we make our money, we serve Satan and we love it. Oh, sorry, I'm not saying all, all MDs, but I'm telling you they're part of that system that does that, okay? And they're, they're, they're very deceived. Now, I'm not saying I'm against emergency medicine or setting a broken leg or i'm not i'm not against any of that but you at the end of the day you cannot drug your body into, into good health said no the milieu the immune system is everything and the germ is nothing yes and so in fact um pasteur won because he was so highly connected yeah. you see he worked for the government he knew the rothschilds he was highly yeah, pa pasteur won at the end of the day and the, the other guy she's referred to as bechamp um the other, the, he won at the end of the day, just the re same reason antibiotics won. Because see, the mild silver protein they were finding, it actually cures 
650 different things, okay, in the body. Antibiotics just work on a very, very much shorter range of those things. And again, it leaves you in a position where you got to take more antibiotics in another two to three months potentially, and it kills all your flora, and it sets you up for worse problems. That's the type of things they want in, um, uh, they want us to take because it's reoccurring revenue. They couldn't generate reoccurring revenue off colloidal silver because it actually was curing things and actually getting rid of things uh, that they were that they were using it for. Bacterial, you know, fungal, viral. It was actually dealing with those issues. Whereas the antibiotics, and again, antibiotics only treat um, uh, bacteria, so it, they're much more limited in what they can do. They set you up to have to take them more. And what it does is it gets you locked into the medical system. So you have to keep going back for more and more and more. It never ends. And this was the beginning of the entire pharmaceutical industry. Yes. Now, see, there, God has designed the body to heal itself. And there is a cycle of what are called somatids. And actually, doctors don't even know about these. They don't know about somatids. When you're healthy, the somatids go through a cycle of three. But when you are unhealthy and you need your body cleansed, then the body can, with these somatids, can create whatever you need to cleanse your body. It can create a virus. It can create a, a bacteria. It can create a fungus. Now, this is, by, by the way, where... So we, we have that. And again, like I've said this before in previous studies. If you if you're in a position where you're just run down, and let's say you've drank a ton of caffeine, and you've got your adrenals are all shot from that, and and um, your adrenals have a lot to do with your immune system, and you're run down, and you're deficient in all these things that I was mentioned, like you're 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 not doing any kind of vitamin C and or D three and or zinc and or selenium, you're not doing any silver ever. There's a lot of things that you're not taking into your body to keep your immune system running at a high state. Your body can, um, I mean, a lot of times you will get sick because your body's going to force you to rest. And when it's resting, typically you don't have a big appetite, which puts you into a detox. That's what happens when you fast, okay? And whenever, I mean, it's particularly if you do it for at least a day. I don't think if you're fasting one meal so much, but for me, if I do a fast... For even a day, I start to go into detox. And the biggest problem with me is that then the next day, I'm down, kind of. I, I have, like, my energy's not the greatest. And, man, it's really bad the next day. Because I'm still detoxing from the prior day that I fasted. I didn't have any energy the day I wasn't eating. And then I de go carry that detox into the next day, even if I start eating again. Because the body will use that extra energy to start cleaning house. And um, so for me, if I fast one day, I'm almost down for two which isn't the greatest scenario when I'm totally overwhelmed with content and I'm totally trying to get out like six, seven hour teachings every week because I don't think we have a lot of time left. But um, uh, that's what the body will do. It's a good thing. It's not fun to go through and being sick is not fun to go through, but your body knows what it needs. But again, what we, what the medical profession treats it the exact opposite way. Okay, you get a fever, then suppress the fever. Well, the body's way of generating a fever is the way that we kill like bacterial infections and things of this nature because they cannot live at, at a elevated body temperature, okay? And that's why the body will create a fever. Now, granted, if it's like 103 and above, I, I understand maybe taking some aspirin or whatever to lower it if it's been there for a long time, but understand that's the body's way of doing things. And we're the medical profession just approaches it from the opposite way that a lot of times we should be approaching it from, but that's all by design. So let's go to the... Um, 
the next report here. Let me get back to my PDF. Okay. Renowned scientist tells Fox News. Uh, well, here, I'll just read it. On Wednesday, the Ingram Angle with Laura Ingram on Fox News Channel broadcast a mind-boggling live interview with a world-renowned microbiologist who said the looming COVID-19 vaccine is downright dangerous, quote, downright dangerous, and will send you to your doom. <laughs> That's where I sign up. The, um, the expert, Sukarti Bakardi, MD, speaking on Skype video link from his home in Germany, said this, and I'll, I'll go ahead and play this short link here so you can hear it for yourself. And this was on Fox News with Laura Ingram. So, I mean, it's good this is getting out. June of this year, a book titled Corona, False Alarm, exploded in Germany, became an instant bestseller. It asked a simple question, is COVID panic worse than the disease? The controversial co-author of this book, uh, Corona, False Alarm, Facts and Figures, joins us now, award-winning researcher, retired microbiologist, Dr. Sukrit Bakadi. Uh, doctor, thank you for getting up early for all of us, for uh, all these policies, lockdowns, social distancing. Uh, which, in your view, has been the most injurious to the public and not suited to the science? The looming vaccination. The va so the vaccination, well, so on the issue of the vaccination, we'll get to that in a moment. But on the social distancing and the masks, just focusing on that for a moment, which of those two in your research and your work has been the most bis displaced? Both. Both have. Not, not at all Both. backed up by the science. Zero science. So why, why are they pushing this if zero science? I mean, they'll, they'll show videos of people coughing through masks and without masks, and it's terrifying well, people here in the something... country. This is something that we, and when I say we, it's um, hundreds and thousands of people uh, are standing up to say, please, all of you, sit down and think about this, read up on this, and then make up your own mind. Don't believe things that people are telling you. Think for yourself and come to your own conclusions. That is why we wrote this book, because all the arguments saying, telling you why what you are doing is absolutely nonsense are in the, is in that book. And there's no question that is left open to you. All you have to do is go and read and think. And doctor, on the issue of the vaccine, tonight, Anthony Fauci uh, on this network actually said that 75% of Americans are going to have to get vaccinated to reach what they call herd immunity. Do you, do you buy that? What utter nonsense. I know that Dr. Fauci is a renowned uh, immunologist. Medical He's a devil. He's the one that originally developed this COVID-19 vaccine and then shipped it to Chapel Hill to, to develop it more. And then they got started taking heat and then he had to ship it over to Wuhan, China to where it was ultimately released there, okay? When I did think that it actually had some teeth, you know, when you release it to a, a population that has 20,000 20, 5G base stations, you know, that makes everything worse. Yeah, I think at that point, before it mutated, it actually probably was a very bad thing, but anyway. ...an immunologist, uh, 
But what he says has to be wrong. And this is also what we have taken great lengths to explain in the book. And uh, why, you know, someone who says this has not the slightest inkling of the basics of immunology. And this is very, very surprising for someone of Dr. Fauci's standing. <laughs> and I would He's given that devil way too much credit. Identify him that guy's Satan. Anywhere in the world at any time. But I cannot do this in two minutes. Well, so you believe that the COVID vaccine is not necessary? I think it's downright dangerous. And I warn you, if you go along these lines, you are going to go to your doom. And it's so, so unnecessary. You're going to go to your doom. I mean, I don't know how much more I can put out. Of course, I've got tons more to go just for today's, but there's a uh, guy that wrote a book on this, on the COVID-19, an MD in Germany saying this, and um, yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, next report, and and I, I added something in here into this title, priest who volunteered for COVID vaccine dies suddenly, okay? Pregnant women immediately ab abort their babies, potentially, okay? Now, we're going to talk about... <laughs> We're going to talk in this next section, we're going, to, we're going to talk a lot about that particular thing, about how it sterilizes potentially both men and women. And this part's going to talk about how it can cause a woman to abort their babies, uh, their baby, if, they if they're pregnant. But there was a saying I've been seeing going around, and it says, imagine a vaccine so safe. And that's something you have to really kind of think about this, this little saying here, because it's, 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 there's a lot of sarcasm involved. Imagine a vaccine so safe, you have to be threatened to take it. And for a disease so, for, for, you, have to, you have to be threatened to take it for a disease so deadly, this is all sarcasm, you have to be tested to know you even have it. And that's what we have here. And the only way they can even, you know, get you to show positive is taking one of their flawed tests. Where, where they're cooking the books and stacking the deck and contaminating the tests. So, I mean, this is the most satanic thing I have ever seen in all my years of ministry. This whole COVID-19 satanic scamdemic is the most satanic thing I've ever seen in, in, since I've been alive. Yeah, by far. Not Nothing's even close. Nothing. Because I know where this all ends. Father John Fields, even though the Bible says, call no man father, but your father in heaven. Okay. Um, it's not a, that's not a biblical, um, just like reverend is not a biblical uh, title for a pastor or something. Bible says holy and reverend is he one time in the Bible and it's in reference to God. We're not reverend. I, I, can't, I can't imagine somebody calling me reverend. Oh, you need to reverence me. I'm a reverend. Reverence me. You only, reverend is only applicable to God. You know, the Bible says, for we are all together as an unclean thing and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. 
And when you go to proclaim your own righteousness, you're just falling on your face before God. And when you take on the title as reverend, that is a affront to God. There's no Bible for it. Just key in reverend in the keyword search box. I did about a 20 minute study on that, like back in 07, probably. Right? It, it didn't take me long. I mean, it's pretty easy to prove. But anyway, Father John Fields, the communications and religious educator director for the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church, I believe in Philadelphia, died suddenly after volunteering to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, imagine that. Announcing his death, they stated that Father Fields has passed away in his home. The cause of death is not yet to be determined. You know they're not going to admit to any of this because they can't pass any bad light on the wonderful COVID um, tests. Coincidentally, just recently, uh, Fields had participated in the trials of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine. That's one of the ones that, you know, rewrites your DNA and cultured off aborted babies and has all the nanotech in it. He did this after receiving an email from the University of Pennsylvania at the end of August asking if he would like to participate in their third and final phase. But he's probably regretting that now. He agreed, he got the vaccine, and now he's dead. Then on Wednesday, the UK became the first Western country to approve a vaccine developed by Pfizer BioNTech for the Chinese coronavirus. The first rollout of the jabs is, is expected next week. The healthcare staff and uh, care home care residents are being prioritized, meaning the ones in nursing homes. The Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization said in a briefing document that pregnant women or women planning for pregnancy should not take the vaccine due to a lack of data to test its safety for them, okay? There are no data as of yet on the safety of COVID-19 vaccines in pregnancy, either from human or animal studies. Now, why did they say that? Well, here's why. You see, if all pregnant women immediately started aborting their babies after getting the COVID-19 shot, it would take, it would not take longer than a week until this would be all over the news, even if they tried to suppress it, I don't think they could. It would not take longer than a week that this would be all over the news and the, quote, health officials and government members would be hanging from trees, street lamps, and bridges. But it will take much longer for people to realize that women can't get pregnant now if they get the vaccine. Meaning you go in, you're not pregnant, you get the vaccine, now you're sterile for life. But it might, it might take you months and months and months to realize that you're sterile. Whereas if you abort your baby right after you get the vaccine, that's going to be a lot more demonstrative of something's really super wrong. They don't want that. So they're not letting the pregnant women in the trials from what I'm seeing. At least this trial. Um, I, I, hope, I hope I conveyed that okay. Um, so let's see here. Next report on December 1st, 2020, the ex Pfizer head of respiratory research, Dr. Michael Yearden and the lung specialist and former head of the public health department, Dr. Wolfgang Woodarg filed an application with EMA, which is the European medicine medicine agency responsible for the European wide drug approval for the immediate suspension of all SARS-CoV-2 vaccine studies. In particular, the Pfizer-BioNTech study, which we just cited, which just killed that priest, okay? That's the one they're really, really, really saying we, we want this stopped immediately, okay? These two high-level doctors. 
they did this in part because the vaccine contains a spike protein called, called syncotin-1, vital for the formation of human placenta in women, which you have to have that to have a baby. Okay, If the vaccine works so that we form an immune response against the spike protein, we are training the female body to attack the syncotin-1 which could lead to infertility in women of an unspecified duration, probably forever, meaning you're going to be sterile for life. Dr. Woodard and Dr. Yearden demand that the studies for the protection of the life and health of the volunteers should not be continued until a study design is available that is suitable to address the significant safety issues expressed by an increasing number of renowned scientists against the vaccine and the study design. Their call for help. Dr. Woodard and Dr. Yearden ask as many EU citizens as possible to co-sign their petition by sending an email. And all you have to do is click on this link that I give you, and it automatically populates your your it populated my my email thing with the addresses it needed to go to, and I believe even the verbiage. All you have to do is pretty much send it. Now I don't live in the EU, but I send it anyway. I don't care. Um not okay so um so this this little thing right here i'm gonna read you right now is not part of the original article but it's a comment and it said after a little research it turns out that syncotin one is also present in male sperm so it is not only women that will be sterilized but the men as well yeah you didn't think they would just go after the women yeah men as well so this is, I mean, got to get those Georgia Guidestones. First commandment, reduce world population of 500 million in perpetual balance with nature because we don't want to grieve Mother Gaia with all the people. Well, that's only, you know, approaching a 95% reduction in population. Well, I mean, if you sterilize everybody on the planet, I mean, granted, that's not killing everybody, but it's a good start because if you can't reproduce, then it's just going to be, you know, people will just be dying off due to whatever and so then let me read you this the pfizer covid vaccine is approved in the uk and begins next week what pfizer has not provided is the ingredients the results data an independently peer-reviewed study they haven't provided any of these things i mean normally it takes like 10 years to bring these vaccines to market or more well, now we're doing this in a matter of months. The most dangerous, untested, never brought a messenger RNA to a successfully to a human population. And we're doing this in a matter of months. It is the height of satanic insanity. They're hoping you will never find out any of the stuff that I'm telling you. And yet the church, for the most part, the 501c3, whore, Laodicean, lukewarm church, hirelings, for the most part, are telling their congregations just to go along and do whatever the government's telling you to do. Take the test, take the vaccines, wear your masks. They're trying to lead them to hell, whether they know it or not. It's sickening. To save you reading the 120-page study design, here's the summary. Um, point one, the vaccine has not been tested on children, pregnant women, people taking medications, and individuals with comorbidities. Yet the plan is for all of the above to receive the vaccine. Now, again, I don't know if, if they give it to pregnant women and they start aborting in mass. Granted, I understand they control the fake stream, lamestream, prostitute media. I get that. But that's going to be a lot of word of mouth getting out. 
So I don't know how aggressive they're going to be about vaccinating pregnant women. Uh, second point, Pfizer doesn't plan to release the results of the data for, for scrutiny of the independent data for another two years, well after everybody will be damaged and done for. They got it. Think about I Am Legend. The, the, the scene I played last week was um, they give the vaccine for the cancer in the legend, predictive programming. Everybody's cancer free. Then it says three years later, 99% of the population's gone. And the only ones left are a pocket full of people that were, I guess, immune to it. And all the zombies they created. Cancer-free zombies, but zombies nonetheless. So, um, you know, you don't release the data for two years. You know, every, the, the damage has been done. You know, they don't care at that point. Next point, Pfizer did not assess the vaccine reactions in all the 43,000 participants. Just a random subset of 8,000 of them. Um, Pfizer only reported severe reactions that occurred in more than 2% um, of of 860 people. In other words, if 800 people suffered a severe immune reaction, they did not have to report it because it occurred in less than 2%. Everywhere you look, they're just lying deceiving and cooking the books because this is so evil and so horrific the 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 side effects being the chief of which i believe is having your soul damned to hell for eternity because you're not human anymore and because you're a cyborg part human part machine They don't want you to, they, they're, they're going to try to lie, cheat, steal, kill every single way they can do to prevent this truth getting out. Pfizer will not submit the study for peer review until they've completed their analysis of safety data. Let that sink in. The vaccine is approved and they have not finished even analyzing the data. Again, it's the worst thing I've ever seen, ever. Never seen anything. I've never reported on information of, of this severity uh, of of the, of the horrificness of the side effects we're talking physical spiritual i mean i i can't i don't even know the extent of it next report top eu scientist warns covid19 vaccine is linked to sterilization of women here's another one another witness breaking down medical experts testimony that the covid19 messenger rna vaccine will sterilize women as the head of the EU Medical Advisory Board admitted that secret experimentation with the vaccine would violate human rights. Now, let's just play about five minutes of this video. Now, this, I think this is Alex Jones, but again, I'm going to glean from him when I can glean from him. Of course, their links never, ever work, though. The head of the most powerful corporate consortium in the world, Klaus Schwab, who is the mouthpiece of the globalist has openly said that they are entering a transhumanist revolution and that humans will be merged with the new digital and biological future. And that this transformation is going to happen whether we like it or not, because it's for our own good. But the head of a major European Union medical commission has come out with a group of high level doctors and scientists and repudiated the rollout of the mRNA vaccine and other vaccines and has connected it directly in the medical literature to the sterilization of women. I have spent years studying this, but in the last 48 hours, I've spent more than 10 hours reading the source documents and checking everything 
in this lawsuit filed in the European Union to block the rollout of the mRNA vaccine. This is life and death information. This is not science fiction. This is 2020 and corporate world government trying to impose its power and its will over you. And in their own documents, they admit it doesn't protect you from COVID-19. In their own documents, it admits it doesn't stop you from spreading COVID-19. So these top scientists are asking, what the hell does it really do? And they looked at it and found it targets the placenta in women. I'm about to lay out yep. in the time we have here today, as briefly as I can, some of the main evidence of this. Now, I said I gave you two witnesses. Well, this, he's got reams and stacks of paperwork proving this from other doctors that this is about the syncotin one that targets the placenta okay and and i'm only going to play about five minutes of this but if you want to see the whole video it, it's i think he goes over all the documentation he's got all the actual medical papers what's incredible is everything that is in this 30 something page lawsuit at the eu level is borne out in white papers. Medical now, I believe that's the same lawsuit I just talked about those two doctors filed. Reports and, and even admissions by the drug companies. That's what's incredible is they're telling you what they're doing with trying to get yeah. governmental protection from liability to literally be able to sterilize you, kill you, paralyze you. I mean, it's incredible. This is war. This is the legalization of mass debilitation, soft kill, extermination. So let's get right into the documents. So let's start at what's currently been filed, and then we're going to go back to the beginning and go through all the evidence. This is life and death for you and your family. If you have daughters especially, I have three. If they want to be sterilized, let them do it when they're 18. But this is a mass corporate global government movement to sterilize the women of the planet. But it's going to do so much more than just sterilize you. And get away with it. It's absolutely incredible. This, this is Nazi-level, uh, Nuremberg-level stuff. Totally violates the Geneva Convention. Nuremberg Code, this is, this is Joseph Mingle stuff, 110%. Wolfgang Wudar is a highly respected German physician. He's the chair of the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe Health Committee for the European Union. So he's very prestigious, extremely respected on so many fronts, and, and he laid all this out back in March and predicted what has now happened in the big power grab. Now, here is the lawsuit for an injunction to stop this unapproved experimental vaccine, because he's not getting regular approval, he's been given emergency approval, and then he goes through incredible fraud, and then has a huge published paper with this whole group of top scientists documenting everything he says, but I went through every area of it and pulled it up and confirmed it. I mean, I mean, here's one quick example. He says, the drug companies say these vaccines won't even protect you, and they say that it won't stop you spreading COVID. I pulled up AP, Reuters, you name it, with them saying that in just the last few days since he filed this. So this is December 1st, came out a few days ago. I mean, it's incredible what a hoax this is. It's a real virus. You can die from it if you've got autoimmune problems or don't have enough vitamins and minerals like old folks in, in nursing homes. But that's about it. But it does spread very, very freely so that, again, everyone is suspect and it's a problem looking for the big pharma, Bill Gates, UN, surveillance, control, force inoculation solution. And then it's when you get the inoculation that you get the big problems. We're gonna show you that uh, here in just a moment. But first, let's start at the beginning. Early 1970s, John P. Holdren, Annie Ehrlich, and Paul Ehrlich 
publish eco-science that becomes the Bible of the Rockefeller Foundation of the UN for worldwide depopulation. Uh, it's then put into State Department Memorandum 200 by Henry Kissinger calling for depopulating the third world by at least 50%. They talk in here, and this is free online, you can find it, about how to put things in the water to sterilize you, how to use vaccines to lower fertility. So this is, the, 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 this is all here. This is the Bible of the big UN global governance system, eco-science, and there's free online copies of this on Scrib and other areas. Okay, so he goes on for another, uh, I mean, he goes to about the hour mark. Okay, we only got to the five-minute mark where he's going to just go into this. I don't have time. I think you're getting the gist, though, what we're talking about here. Uh, now, let's go further. Oxford professor, um, Sir John Bell. Uh, note, Oxford is where one of the vaccines originates. I would like to draw your attention to the fact that Professor Sir John Bell state uh, is a professor of medicine at Oxford University as part of the Gavi team. Now, remember, Gavi is the organization that Trump... Uh, through Operation, I believe, Warp Speed, gave, he took a lot of the funding from the World Health Organization and gave it to Gavi. Gavi is controlled by Bill Gates, and Gavi is the vaccine alliance, okay, um, that is implementing and has a lot to do with implementing Operation Warp Speed, okay? So he's on that Gavi team, this guy, okay? Sir John is a member of SAGE also, the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies, and sits on the government's vaccine task force and has negotiated the purchase of a handful of proposed vaccines to supposedly combat the, the coronavirus. Developing AstraZeneca's coronavirus vaccine, which we're going to talk about next, and I have talked about many times, he said in an interview with Jon Snow that, quote, these vaccines are very unlikely to completely sterilize a population. So it's unlikely to get 100% sterilization, is what he meant. He said, but they're very likely to have an effect which works in a percentage, a percentage, say 60 or 70%. Meaning, they're very likely to sterilize up to 70% of the population. Now, he didn't, he didn't say just women. He said, he implied, of the population, meaning men and women, like we talked about. Believe him, someone who has these levels of credentials doesn't misspeak without correcting himself. Now, here's a whole bunch of links verifying this interview, that uh, this brief clip of an interview where you're going to hear it out of his own mouth right now. I'm glad this link's still up. I thought it would be taken down by now. Um, and this is Professor Sir John Bell gavi institute i gave you all of his credentials he's talking with this interviewer john bell and he admits this and it's almost like i don't know a moment of honesty clarity slack and and we'll i'm just going to play this big start but uh, this 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 extraordinary creature whatever we call it this pandemic is is caused by something now remember these are guys promoting this whole scamdemic, okay? So understand, this is not, these are these are bad guys, okay? The, the first guy you're hearing talk is the interviewer, John Bell, or no, no, he's the interviewer, uh, let me see, I said his name, uh, John Snow. But the, the second guy you're gonna hear is this professor, Sir John Bell, Oxford University, part of the Gabby team, part of this scientific advisory group for you, for emergencies, 
he's a bad guy, okay? He's developing the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine, which we're going to look at next, which is Frankenstein. I mean, it'd make Frankenstein blush. Evolving all the time, surely. Yeah, so... Um, this is Professor Sir John Bell. These viruses are pretty tricky for the immune system. They've got lots of methods to avoid the immune system. They don't mutate as fast as influenza, though. The mutation rate in this virus is pretty slow. But the intensity of your immune response is not so great for this virus. So in many ways, the, I think the observation made by the previous speaker is right. We're probably going to need a seasonal coronavirus vaccine that we all have every year of course to give us protection and absolutely that may change with mutations but this isn't a this isn't a very variable virus and uh and i suspect it may stay the same for some years before we need to change it. no i don't believe that we're gonna have covid 21 most likely next year because this virus isn't near enough to really make all this fuss about now that's what they've that's what they've said in their own documents, the Canadian documents that I read you, that were leaked. And that's to bring us to a UBI, universal basic income, COVID twenty one. It's going to get worse. They're going to keep doing this, and then the other show indicated there's going to be a COVID twenty three. Now I'm not saying that if we don't pray, and we don't do what we're supposed to do as Christians, that God can't intervene and throw gigantic monkey wrenches into this whole thing. Um, but I'm telling you, if they get their way unfettered, that's what I believe their plans are. And I mean Satan's plans. And finally, Sir John, the question everybody's asking you, when? When, when will it be? When can I have one? <laughs> yeah, so as you may have spotted, there's a uh, wide range of views on this subject. Um, he, he was giggling and laughing about that when he, when he can have one. He's loving it. I mean, this guy's Satan. I... I, I'm, I'm hopeful we're going to start to get a readout uh, early in the autumn as to whether this thing works or not. A lot of this depends on the intensity of infection. So in order to get a readout, you have to have a certain number of incident cases in the control vaccine population. And that then tells you that you can look at the real vaccinated population and see whether they've been protected. So I'm, I'm hoping that's going to happen pretty smartly this autumn. But then don't forget, these vaccines are unlikely to completely sterilize a population. They're very likely. <laughs> did you already just said? Like, it's almost a bad thing. They're unlikely to completely sterilize a population. But now you're going to hear them. They're, they're, they're more likely to, to sterilize, just totally sterilize a percentage, 60 to 70%. I mean, a moment of satanic clarity. Thank you devil out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh as the bible says to have an effect which works in a percentage say 60 or 70 percent we'll have to look quite carefully and the regulators will have to look quite do you realize that the profound statement that he just made i read it to you before then i let him speak it but do you see how matter of fact he said that? Like That's like the positive aspect of it. That's the, how do we get the, the first commandment, commandment of the Georgia Guidestones really, really going? Well, it's that. Obviously, that is a positive thing. We, we, we were hoping for 100%, which it probably will be. But we'll settle for 60 to 70%. And then that's not even mentioning all the other horrific things that are going to happen to you. Carefully to make sure 
that it's done what we needed to do. Before. So it's done what we needed to do. So that's that w it was designed to sterilize you. I mean, they know exactly what they're doing with this syncotin one protein that has everything to do with the placenta forming. Okay. So they, he's telling you right there that they, they engineered it to do this exact thing. Okay. And he's being very matter of fact about it. It gets approved. So there will be a delay between the outcome of the trial and a decision whether it can be approved as a vaccine. Uh, and of course, anything that happens- Professor John Bell. Yeah. Now this guy's freaking out. The interviewer, you gotta see this. He's got his hand over his mouth right now. Okay, he's gonna end the interview um, very quickly here because this cat just let, let the cat out of the bag. This devil, this Sir John Bell. He just let the cat out of the bag. And this, this Jon Snow guy is freaking out, trying to backpedal and think, how do I undo this, what he just said? And he's got his hand over his mouth. I'm just setting the stage. You should watch this for yourself. Uh, can I'm I sorry, just I didn't say, mean to cut you right uh, off like that. Uh, can I just say that yeah. anything that happens to undermine the legitimacy of regulators to make independent decisions is, in my view, profoundly unhelpful. Oh, what a devil. Professor Sir John Bell, thank you very much indeed for joining us. So that's it. That's the end of the interview. He, he wasn't going to, I don't think he was going to let it go anymore. And this guy's laughing. This Sir John Bell, he's laughing with the last frame you see. Um, that's how satanic that guy is. That's, I mean, what a, a, a devil in, in human form that we just heard. But. You know, I'm not making this stuff up, guys. They're openly admitting this. It is very likely to sterilize up to 70% of the population. But that's that's coming from Satan. He said these vaccines are unlikely to completely sterilize the population. Like, that's a bad thing. Can, can, can you wrap your head around what he just said, what I just read you? You need to tell everybody about this. Okay, you I mean, I, I don't, I mean, is that what people are signing up for? Are, are they aware that they're going to be sterilized for life? The men and the females, you can just assume that he didn't, he did not make a distinction. Because that syncotin one protein's pr uh, present with both sperm and in, in the female. Notice he didn't make that distinction. Men are going to be sterilized and, and the women now let's go further down this fun, fun rabbit trail. We've got the box. AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine. Frankenstein in a bottle. I'll just give you a little preview. Chimpanzee GMO virus used to make this vaccine. This vaccine is also cultured off two different aborted baby fetal cell lines. And one line from, a can from cancerous lung tissue. Yeah. Um, we have obtained the actual packaging of the AstraZeneca Pharmaceutical Company's COVID-19 vaccine that will be packaged. And there's a picture of it here. Okay. This is COVID-19 vac vaccine, AstraZeneca, solution for injection, COVID-19 vaccine, uh, Chadox 1-S, recombinant, multi-dose vials. Anyway, um, it says then calling this the mark of the beast is an understatement now it's not an understatement okay but 
it's very Mark of the Beast-like in some aspects. I will admit that. It's not, though, but it's pretty bad. This vaccine will hurt you very badly if it doesn't outright kill you. On the box, the AstraZeneca reveals their new vaccine is a Chadox 1-S recombinant DNA vaccine, also known as an AZD1222. Yeah, that is the single most prominent ingredient and you better sit down as we reveal what exactly all that is. Research into AZD1222 reads, we use, we use direct RNA sequencing to analyze transcript expression from the Chadox 1 COV-19 genome in the human MRC and A559 cell lines. I'm going to go over what all this means in a second. Okay, so just bear with me. That are non-permissive for vector replication alongside with replication permissive cell line HEK293. Now, my comment. I then researched um, what the... Um, okay, so they, they, they referenced three different cell lines that they use, okay, in this. The second one they listed was A594 cell line. Okay, now they grow the vaccines off these cell lines, typically. They're used in some part of the production process. The A, I looked this up, he didn't, okay? The, the uh, person that put this report out, I don't know why, but um, they just didn't look into this. The A4, The A549 cell lines are adenocarcinomic human alveolar basal epithelial cells and constitute a cell line that was first developed in 1972 by dj giard through the removal and the culturing of a cancerous lung tissue in the ex in the explanted tumor of a 50 year old caucasian male so in other words the a the a54 cell line is from a a cancerous lung tissue in the explanted tumor of a 58-year-old Caucasian male from 1972. I guess he probably passed away that year. Most likely. Okay, so there's no red flags there, right? I mean, is it doesn't COVID-19 primarily affect the lungs? Isn't that why they put them on ventilators? To blow out the lungs and kill them? Because then Medicare gets another 39 grand when they do that? Well, yeah. Well, why not engineer your vaccine with a built-in cancer component from a tumor from a 50-year-old Caucasian male and, and use that to make the vaccine. Why not? If you're Satan, you know. But just remember all those people at BioLogos, all those 7,000 preachers right down the line loving their flocks so much, telling them to roll up their sleeve and get this vaccine cultured off Two different aborted babies that we're going to look at next. And a tumor of a 58-year-old male, a lung cancerous tumor, cultured off a GMO chimpanzee virus with all the nanotech and not even mentioning the RNA component that will rewrite your DNA forever and turn you into something non-human. Because see, those 7,000 people, guys, they know best. Those 7,000 preachers, Heads of their just remember, they know best. They'll never lead you in the wrong direction. I'm leading you in the wrong direction, obviously, right? I'm the bad guy. And anybody like me, obviously I'm being extremely sarcastic here. 
but I often use sar sarcasm to dramatize a point. The insanity of the church telling you to take this. It's, un it's, it's unfathomable to me. I never in all my dreams realized the level of the strong delusion that people would be under. And it, it's only getting worse. I, I mean, I don't know how much longer we'll be permitted to, you know, continue down this road, but I can't even imagine. That's why I'm praying for God's righteous judgments in the land with the courts, okay? Because we need God's righteous judgment. And then, okay, what was the other cell line I mentioned? Oh, MRC-5. Now, I've mentioned that many times. They use that in the measles, mumps, rubella, okay? They use two different cultures off aborted babies in measles, mumps, rubella, depending on which one you get. And again, just key that in in the keyword search box, measles, mumps, rubella, or whatever. You'll find the studies I've done on it. So a quick look at the human MRC-5 reveals the second horror. The MRC-5 is a diploid cell culture line of fibroblasts. Um, originally developed from the lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted male fetus or baby. They call them fetuses. I call them babies. Yeah. openly admit it so there's your there's your first aborted baby used in the production of this astrazeneca frankenstein vaccine okay let's go further yes you read that correctly they are using a cell line developed from the aborted fetus of a 14-week caucasian male okay let's go further and it gets crazier the virus there well no hold on let's let's talk about the last thing they mentioned the h-e-h-e-k-293 they also use that okay what's we'll say what's that one the, um, and I add, I actually made a comment here because they weren't aware of this, but I said my comment, actually that human embryonic kidney cell, 293 cells, often referred to as HEK-293, are a specific cell line originally derived from the human embryonic kidney cells grown in tissue culture taken from an aborted female baby. So there's your second aborted baby it's cultured off of, AstraZeneca. And then I gave you a link below to look at if you want to if you don't believe it there's a link right to the hek 293 it's it's not biased it's just matter of fact so they are culturing this vaccine off two different aborted fetal cell lines and a gmo chimpanzee virus and a lung cancer virus or a lung a lung cancer culture what could possibly go wrong sounds like a total witchcraft concoction and that's exactly what all these vaccines are just some to varying degrees of witchcraft, some worse than others. These are the worst I've ever saw. The virus they're using to simulate the COVID-19 in this vaccine is from chimpanzees. Oh, good. Looking up the AZD1222, that's the virus, we find in this vaccine, it is a weakened and non-replicating version of the common cold virus taken from chimpanzees. Good, good, good which has been engineered, so it's a GMO chimpanzee uh, virus. It's been engineered to contain instructions for creating the spike protein of the SARS-CoV-2, the virus that supposedly causes COVID-19. And all of this is backed up with links you can go to. An article published in the journal Nature, here, another link, says the vaccine also uses T-Rex, 293-HEK cells. I like T-Rex, like T-Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Anyway, 
probably about as bad as Tyrannosaurus Rex. T Rex, two nine three H E K cells in various stage in in the in the virus propagation stage. Um, and again, that's that's an, that's off uh, aborted. That's from aborted. Uh, aborted female baby from the embryonic kidney cells of an aborted female baby as i just stated so going further and they want to eject this into you into your children let me ask you folks what do you think all this dna they're pushing in your body will do to your dna alter it with question marks into what frankenstein yeah good point most folks know that our dna is the actual building code for our entire body making a small change at the DNA level can have all sorts of unintended consequences farther down the line. Consequences that cannot be undone. Exactly. I mean, God could undo them, but why would you take the chance? AstraZeneca also makes clear in the literature coming along with this vaccine that they are seeking artificial intelligence AI tools to track the adverse reactions. I got into that in the last teaching or the teaching before that because they know there's going to be a rash of adverse reactions severe side effects and deaths and they need ai to help them keep up with it because they know they're not going to be able to do it by human means because there's going to be such an avalanche of horrific side effects including death so they already know that there'll be so many adverse reactions of such a wide range and array of problems they need artificial intelligence to analyze the avalanche of those coming um, what if you end up not human anymore? Okay. What if their goal is to alter your DNA so we can no longer be recognizable to God? Uh, exactly. Could that be why the book of Revelations makes it clear that anyone who takes the mark of the beast will never get into heaven? Well, I'm, this isn't the mark of the beast, but boy, oh boy, boy, it's going to have, I believe, a very similar type of effect potentially. You know? If we're changed at the DNA level, then we are no longer made in the image of God. Yeah, good point. I've been screaming about this for a long, long time. Years, really years. I've, I've, I've brought up this, this theorization about us being changed into something Nephilim-like. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, the genome in Noah's day had been almost totally corrupted by the giants that came in and saw the daughters of men, that they were fair. They took them wives, all that they chose, and they bore them the giants, the men of old, the men of renown, translated from the Hebrew word Nephilim, the fallen ones, and they corrupted the whole planet. God had to hit the reset button, start over with eight people on the ark and the animals because their, G their DNA hadn't been corrupted. Had to hit the reset button. So we're supposed to we're we are supposed to expect some type of similar thing to happen to us in today's day and age and we are seeing it right here. This is the most flagrant attack on our genetic code since the days of Noah. They're just doing it a little differently this time. Now I understand I've brought up other ways they're they're trying to get into our dna i have but i think this is the largest way i've ever seen that they're doing this totally confirming what the bible says uh going further 
Moderna has announced that it will start testing its COVID-19 vaccine in children in a large late-stage trial. The U.S. National Library of Medicine's registry indicates that the study will include 3,000 participants aged 12 to 17. Half the volunteers will, will receive two shots of the Moderna vaccine four weeks apart, while the other half will be given placebos. Uh, according to the website, the study is expected to finish in June of 2020. So they're going to be giving this to kids. The new highly touted Moderna and Pfizer COVID vaccines, and, and I'm just going to add this in, they are messenger RNA vaccines that will rewrite your own genome and DNA forever. Once firmly implanted inside the body, the human cells are at the mercy of any messenger RNA vaccine delivered via this substrate, unleashing a nightmare of possibilities. It is perhaps the true the first true step towards full-on transhumanism, a.k.a. humanity 2.0, a.k.a. you won't be you anymore. Also, six of the eight leading candidates are unethical as they were produced using aborted fetal cell lines and or being tested using aborted fetal cells. And that is not even mentioning all the nanotech particles that will be part of these vaccines that will be updated via the 5G network increasingly coming online in America and elsewhere on the planet. Yeah, but now they're sacrificing their kids. You know, 3,000 participants aged 12 to 17. You know, those those parents, they deserve some type of medal from Satan for, for their wonderful work they're doing, giving their kids to uh, bail like that sacrificing them isn't that wonderful obviously i'm being sarcastic action alert covid vaccine what we don't know an fda committee is meeting next week to review the first covid vaccine we must demand that full transparency is given to the american public pfizer and biotech and moderna are seeking emergency use authorization for their covid19 vaccines despite a startling lack of transparency on the data underlying these vaccines we're joining our friends at anh international and in calling for full transparency so americans can educate themselves before making a decision about the covid19 vaccine oh uh, yeah well hopefully i've given you enough education it's a shame that such a basic right must be fought for but such as the nature of our broken healthcare system, write to Congress and the FDA urging them to support full transparency on the vaccine data so Americans can make informed choices about risks and benefits. Anyway, I give you the link to this. It's an action alert. I give you the link. I also put out that link in my last newsletter, which is posted on the website, contendingfortruth.com. You'll see I, I, I highlighted them in hot pink so they stand out. Some proactive things you can do besides praying, besides the other things that I've mentioned. There are other things you can do. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and stop here and we will go to the next part. So God bless you and see you in part three.